Hello everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Everlong Farm, Life on a Small Holding. It's great to be doing this, I've wanted to do a podcast for a really long time, I've listened to so many over the last couple of years and it's really nice to be able to do this for ourselves, we've learnt so much in the last few years so it's going to be lovely to share some of those stories and things that we get up to with people who are interested in this kind of life. So just a quick breakdown of how these episodes are going to work. We'll record throughout the week what we've been getting up to on the farm and then that will go out on a Saturday. One of the first things we had to do um, just before the weekend was to get ready for the chickens to come in um, with the avian flu rules and regulations every bird has to be housed by the 7th of November Um, we've unfortunately just been put into a prevention zone which basically means all the chickens have had to come inside Um, we've got about 30 to 35 chickens at the moment so we're quite lucky that we had a big barn that we could move them into but as usual it's, it's never quite that straightforward there was a ton of work to be done before they could actually come in um, involving moving a group of five Cooney Cooney piglets into another area where they can spend the winter uh, and then we could get the chickens moved. So once we'd got that out of the way that took the best part of a weekend um, but at least now we know that they're they're going to be safe and they'll be happy in there. Um, usually the, the lockdown gets lifted around March or April so it is a long time for them to be in but you just have to sort of keep them entertained. And thankfully, we had quite a lot of leftover butternut squash and pumpkins this year, so they are going to get treated pretty well, considering they can't root around outside. (laughs) It's not a bad life being a chicken on this farm. They do get treated really nicely. Sunday was a pretty awful day, weather-wise. We spent most of it inside catching up on paperwork and our social media channels when it rains here it does make it really difficult to do anything you get wet you get grumpy um, and you just think to yourself god I can just put those jobs off until I'm not going to get drenched it's hard enough sometimes as it is without working in the cold and the wet I don't mind the cold and I don't mind the wind it's just when you get drenched it just oh it just puts me in a right old grump You can probably tell this is the part of the podcast where I actually started to make notes on what I've been doing every day and what Phil's been getting up to every day. Um, Saturday and Sunday went by in a bit of a blur. By the time Monday came around, we thought, okay, we actually need to think about what we've got to achieve this week. And one of the first things I had to do was muck out our lovely Coomney Cooney pig, Rosie, Rosie's got six piglets in with her at the moment so they do get pretty mucky and that's a hell of a job to try and get them sorted out but once they're mucked out and fresh straw is in and any pig who's got a great big straw bed is just going to be as happy as anything. Getting up to the compost pile can be a a tricky thing when it's uh, when it's been rain and it's wet and muddy you're pushing a, a barrow 
that probably weighs oh god knows i don't i wouldn't even like to hazard a guess but it's pretty heavy and you get stuck in the mud but once you get up there and you tip it on and you know that um this time next year you're going to be using it on your vegetable beds it's not so bad once I'd finished with Rosie and her piglets, I wanted to try and make things a bit nicer for a weaner group we've got in at the minute. Um, they're between three and five months old. There's seven of them, bless. Um, and they're, they're a nice little group, but their run is ever so wet. It gets really, really bad there in the winter. And I was hoping to have had them move, to be fair, by now. But sometimes these things just aren't possible. So you try and make the best of what you can. I decided to repurpose one of the shelters that was protecting one of the chicken feeders. I thought they're, they're not going to be used for a few months. I might as well make use of it elsewhere. So in my wisdom, decided to pick it up, carry it all the way from the chicken run to the wieners and popped it over their food trough, which is a big circular Mexican hat. Weighs a tonne. Um, so... Yeah, thought this would be good, keep it covered. Unfortunately, got to dinner time that afternoon and I realised that three sides of it were too short for them to actually get under. So there was only actually room for one piglet to get around the Mexican hat. <laughs> they did fight a bit, so we soon took it away. And now it's just a little shelter area that they can get out of their ark if they just want a little bit of me time. I decided then a bit of a break was in order so came inside for some lunch nice hot cup of tea and a cheese toasty that sorts me right out um, and then it was back out again it was still relatively dry so I thought I'm going to crack on cleaning out more animals and this time it was the Indian runner ducks we've got a group of 10 runner ducks at the minute they're I can't remember how old they are they're not very old we haven't been able to sex them yet so 10 runner ducks running around they're quite funny when you get to the back of their uh, little house to muck it out they all run out of the doorway up to the other end of the run and as I have to walk past the run to tip the tip the straw into the wheelbarrow <laughs> they all run back into the house again so it's a little bit like a red rover um, but again once once they're mucked out and you've got fresh straw in there, it does make you feel a little bit better when it's cold and wet and windy at night. They're only young and you try to look after animals the best you can to the best of your ability. But they still don't seem to trust to stay out outside while I muck them out, which is quite funny. Um, while I was round there, I was next to the duck house. Now the ducks have just been moved as well um, into the old chicken run. Uh, which in itself was a job and a half. One of the other things we had to do this weekend just gone was move the ducks out of their run. We wanted to put them into the chicken run where it's a bit nicer and a bit bigger for them. There's only five. We've got four girls and a drake. Our drake is called Dave. Um, and they're a lovely little group of Aylesbury ducks. I don't know if I said that. But we managed to do that, which meant their old house needed mucking out as well. And I thought as I was there, half empty wheelbarrow. And I know what I'm like, I always fill a wheelbarrow to the max because it's quite a long way up to the compost. So I like to make it worth my while. So that was the next thing. I think by the time I'd mucked out all the animals and gone up to the compost twice more with a wheelbarrow full of straw, um, 
I decided it was time to do something just a little bit more relaxing. So we took the trolley around to our next door neighbour who very kindly lets us have all of his windfall apples. So we go around there with the trolley, we fill it up, we come back and uh, it's always something that the pigs just seem to instinctively know when we've been round. They make such a racket so you have to really time it well. I think by the time we'd done that it was knocking on for feeding time. Something we always have to do about two o'clock in the afternoon is pack up any quail egg orders that have come in that day. Um, we always pack using fresh eggs um, from our quail and I will go into that a bit, um, bit more detail. But for now, as we get a Royal Mail collection every day from the farm on a weekday, it's quite nice to know that you're, you're packing up stuff to go out and people are gonna get it the very next day. So that's something we'll do every day. Once uh, quail egg orders are packed up, it's usually time for feeding. We go around with our trolley, um, buckets, and everybody gets fed. We go around, go to the piglets, we go to the pigs, we go to the sheep, we go up the top to uh, our large blacks and their new boyfriend. I'll talk about them a little bit more um, over the coming weeks. Um, and then it's really our time to spend with the animals, which is really lovely, especially as it's getting dark so early now. It's really nice to just spend that time just watching them. They're all happy and settling down for the evening. Um, and it's kind of like that five minutes before feeding time when everything is manic and animals are squealing and barring and all sorts. And you just think, gosh, you know, we've got to get around there quickly. But once everyone's fed and watered, you just think... Take a deep breath you can just enjoy the animals and actually remember why you're doing what you're doing. So apart from putting everybody away, that is pretty much a normal day here on the farm. Um, and that's just Monday. Let's see what tomorrow brings. So apart from putting everybody away, that is pretty much a normal day here on the farm. Um, and that's just Monday. Let's see what tomorrow brings. It's a bit grey this morning, um, but it is supposed to brighten up. We might have some showers, the forecast has said. So it's quite a good job actually that we need some dry weather to be able to move some of our pig groups. So that's the main job for today. I can envision that taking a couple of hours. Basically what we're doing, um, Jimmy and his gang, they're a nine month old group of Cooney Coonies and we've been using them to turn over parts of our field for vegetable plots for next spring. It's um, We've been doing it all year, just uh, moving them on from uh, plot to plot and today we've got to move them over because the one that they've been on with all the rain that we've been having it it's pretty awful um try and find a dry patch to put their food every day it's just getting impossible so that is the main job for today so we'll see how that goes and catch up later well i think we timed that just right uh we finished moving jimmy um and his group uh, we've got actually got two groups that we're using to turn uh, the field into vegetable beds uh, using their powerful uh, snouts <laughs> to turn all the ground over to save us a job, which is brilliant. It gives them something to do and it saves us back-breaking work. 
Um, but as we've just come in, the heavens have opened. So you always feel a little bit thankful when you do a job like that and you can see the grey clouds coming over and you think oh crikey please let me just get this finished before we get absolutely soaked and thankfully we did hooray it's still threatening rain on and off it's uh two o'clock in the afternoon on tuesday um we've just come out again after after having a hot lunch you've got to when it's cold like this um, keeps you going which is quite nice some homemade butternut squash soup which is just delicious we've still got such a glut of butternut I think I might be fed up of it by the end of the winter but it is what it is it's quite nice <laughs> to use something that you've grown yourself um, so my job this afternoon is to muck out all the quail uh, like I say I will go into this in another I think I'll do a bonus episode where we talk a little bit more about the quail that we have but that is not a very nice job. Uh, we've got 35 separate levels of quail that we keep. And uh, it's basically scraping their trays off into a great big wheelbarrow, which then gets spread onto our vegetable beds. So nothing is wasted here. And that takes that takes a good couple of hours. But we'll see how that goes today. Because like I say, it's, it's threatening rain on and off. And I think we're going to have some showers but we shall see. Hopefully I can get it, get the mark spread before uh, I get too drenched again. It's four o'clock on Tuesday. The heavens did open <laughs> on and off, but it was actually quite a pretty sky. Um, it's really strange here when you sort of, uh, you see the dark cloud coming over and you think, oh, okay, we'll maybe have to hurry this job up a little bit or go and find something to do indoors. But when you've got to be outside doing a job like this spreading of the mark, it's um you sort of try to run up with the wheelbarrow in between showers. So I'm absolutely exhausted today. Um, I've done so much running around this morning and getting the pigs back in and now running up and down to the vegetable patch to spread this, this waste. One of the nice things we did do, though, is uh, after feeding time, we've... Um, just rotivated another great big bed where um, in the same field where we grew our pumpkins this year and the grass gets really long in there but because we had pumpkins growing up until sort of middle of September when we harvested um, the grass was getting quite long so one of the things we did this afternoon was open this area up for Dougal's group. Now Dougal is our Jacob Tup Ram and um, we've used him for a couple of years and he's in with his ewes at the moment and again I'll talk about this over the sort of next six weeks or so because that's how long he'll be in with his ladies but it's nice for them to have as much uh, extra sort of feed as they possibly can we always feed them twice a day um, especially around supping time because they need those extra nutrients to make sure that they're in tip-top shape um, to get pregnant uh, so yeah that's something we did this afternoon and we came in lit the fire and just relaxed obviously always catching up on social media when we come in at the end of the day um, and that is always something quite nice to see what everybody else has been up to um, that's Tuesday see you tomorrow Good morning everyone, it's Wednesday, it's 
7.45, so I had to rub my eyes there just to check that I was seeing that right. We were supposed to be having some sunshine today, but it is grey, it is cold and it is a grey start. It is supposed to clear later, so I'm hoping by the time we go out to feed, uh, the sun will start to make an appearance. Let's hope so. It always makes me feel better when the sun's out. I don't know about you. Jobs for today include cleaning out different quail cages we've got another uh, we've got a set of chicks in at the moment they haven't started to lay so we keep them in wooden cages um, just to help them grow and make sure they're getting plenty of food plenty of water and we can keep them in larger groups when they're in wooden cages then when they start to lay we can bring them out and we put them into a, another type of cage which means that the eggs come out and they're lovely and clean so that is a job for me today also very exciting we've got new quail chicks hatching today uh, we put them into lockdown three days ago so no scratch that two days ago so they should start to hatch today so I'll look forward to letting you know if we've got any by the end of the day it always takes a little bit longer in winter but hopefully we'll have some new cheapy cheeps by the end of the day and another job Rose's piglets are eight weeks old today. Happy birthday, Rose's piglets. Um, best thing is, that means they're ready to sell. At eight weeks, they can leave mum. We'll wean them for a week or so, but we can start getting them up and advertise for sale. So that is another job for today. So just coming for some lunch. The sun has finally come out. It's been quite a nice morning. Uh, blue sky, still really cold though. So it was quite nice to be inside cleaning out the quail. I left Phil making an order that had come in for one of our handmade pens. Um, we've been doing that for a couple of years, but towards Christmas it tends to get a little bit busier. So he's been in the workshop this morning getting that glued and put together. It'll be quite nice to do something together this afternoon. That does happen occasionally that um, often I'll have to come and do one job and Phil will have to go off and do another. But we're normally not too far away <laughs> we're hoping it stays dry um, a lot of tidying up to do in the back garden uh, leaves to rake up and the summer furniture finally getting put away um, I don't think we'll have any more use of that for the rest of the year so we'll take that apart and put that away as well Ooh, really quickly meant to say we have quail chicks they've started to hatch so that's quite exciting we'll leave them in the incubator for up to 48 hours and then they can go into their brooder box to grow on so that's exciting so um just come back in it's just gone five o'clock it's totally dark now um rest of the afternoon was busy as usual i didn't think it was going to be that bad but um, we decided to clear up a load of the garden. It's been quite dry today, quite mild, so thought we'd try and get the grass cut. One of those jobs that you need to need to wait until the time is right, so it's been a pretty uh, on-the-fly afternoon. Uh, once we uh, fed the animals this afternoon, we realised after wanting to get the brooder set up for the chicks who have been hatching all day, um, we realised that we've got no... Uh, lining we use um, some anti-grip stuff on the bottom of the brooder and it stops them getting splayed leg it's worked really well for us but we realized that we'd actually run out so we weren't able to get that ready and decided to come in instead to get all the drinkers and food bowls organized washed and cleaned ready for them 
for when the brooder can be set up um, ready to take the chicks out I've got a little tapping update for you if you've been following on Facebook you'll see that we put our uh, Jacob tups in with their respective grooves we've got Barney in with four girls Barney's only uh, 10 months old and Dougal is nearly three so we've got two doing the rounds this year uh, they're definitely doing their job Mary who is in with Barney she's got a blue bum <laughs> um, we started using a rattle on Barney but realised it was too big but in the process of getting that on and off him he did get covered in blue crayon so it's a fair assumption to make that she has been she has been tupped and Dougal um, in the other run has been following another lovely girl Daphne about all day um, he's a bit like a schoolboy with a crush but hopefully he'll he'll sort her out overnight or tomorrow um, but we're really enjoying watching the activities especially a Barney's never done this so I think he's doing really well for a first timer he's only got four girls in with him so we'll see what happens come the spring um, every now and again you get moments where you're walking around the farm especially when you're putting everyone away at night and the animals are starting to settle down a bit um, and tonight after we moved Dave and his girls the Aylesbury Ducks tonight has been the first night that they've all gone in by themselves into their into their shed um, first night that I didn't have to chase them in with the torch which is really nice Dave does struggle to get up the ramp but I think he's he's taken a lead from the girls finally um, that about rounds up another day see you tomorrow morning everyone it's thursday the 10th uh just before 10 o'clock we've just come in from feeding the animals um it always takes a bit longer every other day because we have to water and feed all the quail so that always takes a good half an hour the weather's looking up and down today so we haven't actually got anything pre-planned we're just going to try and get on with a few jobs um, just to make things a little bit nicer for the wieners this morning we've got a load of uh, twigs and branches that we're going to try and chip to make their run a little uh, less resembling a, an ocean something quite nice happened while I was feeding the Aylesbury ducks this morning is that not only are they now going in at night by themselves without any coaxing from me and a little bit of flashlight um, a couple of lovely duck eggs that laid actually in the nest boxes I didn't think they would use them um, like the chickens used to but that was quite a nice surprise so that's breakfast sorted this morning absolutely delicious it's turned really cold here this afternoon we've been out most of the morning but we've come in about an hour ago it's quarter to three on Thursday now we managed to get a load of twigs and branches chipped uh, for the for the wiener run they always enjoy that and it does help to solidify it a little bit better but we're always on the hunt for for wood chip i think we probably need about five tons a year um just to <laughs> make some of the pig runs a bit more absorbent it's definitely a quieter day today with it being so cold outside i think we're just going to come in um before feeding time light the fire and just try and stay warm so just finishing off today, it's just after half past six Thursday evening. 
um, rest of the afternoon went by quite quickly. By the time you've gone out and fed all the animals in the afternoon, and then I usually go out about five o'clock now and give water to the quail because it doesn't last otherwise. It doesn't last the night if you do it any earlier. So everyone's put away now. We've come back in. It has been a, a really cold, miserable day today. I really thought we were going to get some sunshine. So keep our fingers crossed for tomorrow because the forecast is looking good again. But it's dry and that is the main thing at the moment. Another good thing actually to come out of today is uh might be getting some wood chip hopefully next week, which would be amazing. Obviously what we did this morning for the wieners, it just disappears so quickly with them walking around on it all during the day. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. But no night for now. See you tomorrow. had a bit of a lighter start to the day today it's friday morning it's just gone half past 10 um we've been out sorted out all the animals fed everybody watered everyone quail sorted out um something that was happening at some point today that i wanted to be prepared for was some of the quail boys were being picked up um like i keep saying i will do another episode about our quail but uh we do a hatch every month and we only tend to keep, well, we do just keep the girls um, for their eggs, which we sell online. Um, but we always end up with tons and tons of boys that we, we don't need. You only keep one boy to every five girls we do anyway. So there's always an excess of boys. And a friend of ours comes and takes any excess boys away when they're at a decent weight. Um, and he feeds them to his ferrets. I know that's not for everybody and you might think that's cruel or but um this chap he works his ferrets and he actually helps a lot of people with rat problems um over the winter who cause such chaos and destruction that you don't actually mind knowing that you're supporting something like that and for us it's just something that you know there is very little point keeping birds that you don't need it costs enough to feed the ones that we do so yeah, it's it's lovely to be able to have a way of getting rid of those excess birds. So he's been this morning to sort them out. Um, and we've just come in for a very late breakfast. I do have a list of jobs for today, but I'm not going to go into them here because it's already uh, nearly 11 o'clock. And I think uh, we probably <laughs> might not get through very many of them. But most of them are animal related. So we'll see how the morning goes and I'll speak to you later. We are definitely ticking things off our list today. The sun is out, it's actually quite a nice day and I'm going around in a t-shirt. It's the middle of November, I can't quite believe that. But we're definitely ticking things off the list. I've been clearing out the chickens in their covered barn. I've been clearing out the pigs with a bit of help from Phil once he'd finished cutting the driveway. So we are really trying to make the most of this dry weather it's such a nice change not to have it damp and soggy everywhere. The piglets and chickens are now enjoying some pumpkins and apples just as an extra special treat. <laughs> so we've been outside for another couple of hours. A few more jobs ticked off the list. I love having days like this, but it is exhausting. You're trying to get so much done before egg packing up time and feeding time because you lose light so early. 
but we've managed to move Rosie away from her piglets now so they can be properly weaned. Um, they were eight weeks old a couple of days ago, so she was absolutely fine. She was, you know, she left them no problem, just bucket of apples under her nose and she was, you know, happy to follow. So she's back in now with her two friends, uh, Becca and Ruby, who have been in with Wilbur for uh, about six weeks now. So yes, yeah, so she'll be put back in there and hopefully uh, another litter for her early next year. Another thing we really needed to do was one of our Jacob ewes. Um, she's absolutely gorgeous, but she's been having a lot of foot problems this year. We've managed to get her through foot baths and treat her for foot rot and all sorts. But one of her nails was looking um, a little bit overgrown. Now, even though she's not as fast as she usually is on four feet, she's still pretty damn fast. Um, so trying to catch her and coax her into a corner so you can grab her um, just to turn her up, which in itself is a difficult job. But we did manage to do it. She's had a, a lot of excess taken off her nails. So that should now make her a little bit more comfortable for the next, next few months. Next time we'll probably have a look at her in a few actually we might have a look at her in a week's time just to check that that foot rot is a little bit better we use something called golden hoof which is amazing um for this issue so fingers crossed that all that'll sort her out and she'll have a much more comfortable winter we've come in now to get ready for our egg packing up this afternoon got a load of orders going out today along with this pen that phil made earlier in the week so he's actually in the kitchen at the moment doing some blown eggs we've got um, quite a lot of celadon birds and they lay blue eggs um, which prove really popular for crafters so we have those up for sale but that means a little bit of extra work where you have to um, blow them out so they're hollow inside before we send them so getting those ready and they'll go out this afternoon as well lots and lots of bubble wrap <laughs> so we've had a really good afternoon got lots of stuff done again um first of all packed up all the egg orders that are going out today as well as the pen so that was fine and then the best part of this afternoon has been sorting out the new quail chicks they came out of the incubator today into the new brooder we reckon we've hatched about 200 new chicks so it's um early days we always lose some but we'll see how it goes but so far they're all doing well eating drinking we've been doing that for a couple of years now so i think i'd like to think that we've mastered chicks quail chicks so i think i'm gonna wrap up the podcast at this point it's friday afternoon all that's left to do is put everybody away um, which i normally do about five o'clock in the afternoon but because i'd like to get this edited and try to get it out tomorrow um, obviously it's the very first one so that'll take some time hopefully it won't be too bad but I'd like to finish the episode every week with a huge thank you to you guys for listening um, what I'll also be doing is thanking those people who have supported us on a couple of support pages that we've set up um, buy me a coffee and patreon we've set these up to allow listeners to donate from £3 as a one-off donation or to join us on a monthly basis from £5. We've got three tiers of memberships that you can join. Um, I'll add links to these pages in the description on this episode. 
Um, yeah, so that's great. Um, this week we've got five supporters to thank who have who have kicked us off on Buy Me a Coffee. So to David, Joe, um, Joe and her double donation, Karen and John who became piggy pals, and two mystery supporters. Thank you. It means so much to us, and the animals, of course. Um, if you guys would like to get involved and receive a shout out on the podcast. Uh, please follow the links in the description for how to do it. Have a great week and I'll see you next time on Everlong Farm Life on a Small Holding. Bye for now.